Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Epic. I'm doing a podcast. I'm Curtis. Um, it's Thursday, y'all. The 4th of July weekend is upon us. We might as well just say it's here. Uh, I'm working it. So I hope everyone has a great 4th of July weekend. Do the whole family thing, the typical barbecue and all that stuff. Fireworks, but be considerate of your neighbors that have pets who are going to have a very brutal time having to deal with all these noises and everything. So be mindful of that. Uh, this episode, I'm going to kind of talk a little bit about, uh, I try to fit in certain things anyway. I'm going to talk a little bit about my thoughts on, uh, Loki episode four, which was honestly the best episode of the entire season. And it might rank up there for my favorite of the Marvel Disney Plus TV shows so far. All those three shows have managed to have something that I've really enjoyed. Uh, WandaVision's episode for me was, of course, the reveal of Quicksilver. And then the episode after the uh, so-called Quicksilver was there. Because I... I'm a huge fan of Evan Peters, and I thought that was a really great episode. The whole Wanda knew all along. That was another fun episode. Uh, for Falcon and Winter Soldier, the Dora Milaje putting uh, U.S. agent in his place. And, of course, the finale and the episode that led to that. But for Loki, this was the most Doctor Who-ish episode in... That's high praise for me when I'm comparing a time travel space show to Doctor Who because uh, Kate Heron, I hope I'm not butchering her name, but I swear it's Kate Heron, is amazing as a showrunner. And I can't wait to see what she does next for uh, Loki. I think it's a great series. I know there's going to be a cliffhanger that's going to either break my heart or have me just totally hyped up to where I'm going to be like, oh my god, I can't wait till next season. Kind of like what Mandalorian did for me. Another great Disney Plus series. But uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I don't know where they're going to go. I would love to them put Kang in this Disney Plus series because it would be awesome. I, don't, I hope his name is at least mentioned. We at least get that nugget of a surprise for the big bad. Um, I hope that it's not someone like High Evolutionary because it doesn't make sense for High Evolutionary to be or over time travel. That dude is like the Dr. Uh, whatever, Island of Dr. Moreau. He's more of a sci-fi Dr. Moreau where he's like creating these beasts and stuff, you know, and everything. And he's more of the Eternals, so he needs to stay over in that area. So I'm all for this being Kang. It needs to be Kang. It makes sense that it's Kang. There's nobody else that it could be. It really is, unless they find some no-name character and say, oh, that's the one that's behind it. And then when Kang is introduced in Ant-Man 3, we find out, oh, no, it wasn't him. It was Kang. You know, I don't need that. Just just whip it out and say it's Kang. Kang's the villain. Don't flirt with us a little bit. Whip it out and just get, get it going. Uh, because I'm ready to see Jonathan Majors kick ass and cause all kinds of pain to the Avengers. I think that's going to be fucking awesome. Uh, I really enjoy Loki. I hope that season two, we have Loki. 
Sylvie and Mobius trying to make sense of what happened with the TVA and more of that mystery. Maybe they can continue that mystery. Have them where they're sort of on the run from the TVA because it's now been compromised like S.H.I.E.L.D. was compromised. It's kind of funny, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. was compromised by HYDRA and the TVA is compromised by Kang. And there's nice little comparisons to that as you're watching the series. And and the TVA director is canon for the comics because she's she's Kang's right-hand woman. And I can't wait to see what they do. Oh my God, I cannot wait. I'm so hyped up for next week. Next week is going to be nuts. Josh Rubin's Werewolves Within uh, comes out Friday everywhere. It was in theaters for a hot minute. I got to check it out. And I enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed this uh, werewolf horror uh, comedy. Um, I love everybody that's in it. Uh, I'm trying to remember her name. I really enjoyed the uh, movie. I thought it was great. Uh, the movie, of course, uh, I'm not familiar with the cast of characters that are in it, but they're very familiar. Uh, so the T-Mobile girl comes to mind. She's one of the main uh, one of the main characters, and she plays the she plays a, a male woman who uh, delivers the mail postman that delivers the mail. And the the uh, one of the character one of the actors from Veep. Uh, they gave him a nice role as the lead who's kind of playing, I guess, uh, park inspector slash sheriff that's in this small town. And he is just coming to the new, the small town, um, where basically there may or may not be a werewolf and it turns into a game of who might be the werewolf and why is this werewolf killing this small group of people in this town and there's some mystery there I really enjoyed it and I kind of had an idea on how it was going to play out and who the werewolf was going to turn out to be but even even that reveal didn't take away from how great this comedy is it's a very funny comedy Josh, Josh Rubin is the uh, director behind it and he's known for uh, uh, his uh, YouTube stuff, and it's more all about comedy. And he has a movie out called Scare Me that's on Shudder. That's a very good film as well. And I hope he gets to do more. Uh, a Werewolves Within was a lot of fun. It's based off a video game, and it probably won't get recognized as, oh man, they don't make based off video game movies but Werewolves Within was a lot of fun and I really enjoyed it and I look forward to watching it again uh, when it comes out this, this coming weekend but it's it was a lot of fun I really enjoyed it there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the news uh, Britney Spears continues to get fucked over by uh, her conservatory ship her own father it's really sad that her own dad is really fucking with her and making it seem like it's all about Brittany that she's crazy she's the crazy one in this and he's got control of her own body he, he has control over if she has a child she can't bring a he can't, she can't bring his own granddaughter grandchildren 
into the world because he's such a fucking smuck. And then Bill Cosby, of course, gets uh, off on a technicality because he arranged some shit back before he fully confessed to raping and drugging a woman. 60 women uh, basically now feel unvalidated. They put their lives and lives on on the, they put their lives on the line by exposing this celebrity piece of shit. I mean, I'm I'm for real when I say this. Fuck Bill Cosby and fuck Donald Trump too and fuck Bill O'Reilly and Getz and every single one of these misogynistic, wealthy, rich people who continue to. There's a conversation I had with a friend discussing Bill Cosby because. Everyone thinks that, oh, a black person got off on a technicality. We should celebrate. Fuck that. Fuck it. This was a man who is an assur- who's a serial rapist. He drugs fucking women. And I don't care if it's 1960. I don't care if it's 2021. You're not a real fucking man or a real human, in fact. If your only way of having sex or fucking is drugging a woman you're a piece of shit Bill Cosby is a piece of shit I, I I'm just beside myself with this there's no there's no fucks given to people who assault I don't care whether you're Bill Cosby and I sure as fuck don't care if you're Donald Trump you get nothing but fuck yous from me um there was a great discussion on a podcast I was listening to of talking about how uh, everybody thinks black people are going to totally stay be on Bill's side. He admitted that he did it. So people making foolish conversations with themselves about, hey, look what we're doing. Oh, man, Bill, Bill, Bill beat the system and blah, 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 blah. And the timing of it all with him wanting to buy NBC, that's another factor. Here's my thing on it. Like I said before, 60 women, he drugged them. He's wealthy as fuck. With a rapist, it's never about raping a woman. It's all about control, humiliation, and fear. That's all a rapist is concerned about. He's probably got a little trophy of these 60 women in his home somewhere. It's never about, ooh, she looks hot, I want to fuck her. No, it's about, ooh, I want to control, abuse, humiliate her. And that's what he did to those 60 women and who knows how many other women. He gaslighted so many other women around him that they're on Twitter risking it all, risking being the dean of a university for Bill Cosby. And that to me, yesterday was insane to me how many black celebrities came out of the I really like Bill Cosby closet. It's like when a bunch of celebrities come out of the closet revealing their love for Donald Trump back when he started running and shit like that. It's disheartening and it's sad that so many celebrities I thought had a brain in their head really clearly don't. And they really clearly cave to the patriarchy. They cave to misogyny in this country and it fucking sucks. It's never, it's never fucking good. Uh, uh, who was it? Dave, Dave, James Franco got off on, on some bullshit as well. 
So it was a great day and a sad day for wealthy fucking smucks. Trump, uh, Trump is uh, Trump's organization is getting ready to be indicted today, or probably as I speak right now, Alan Wesselberg or Weaselberg or whatever you want to call him. Uh, he turned himself in, and uh, he'll end up flipping. But to me, it won't fucking matter because Trump is slicker than shit. And he'll find a way to get through this as well. I swear. Nothing short of fate is going to stop Donald Trump in his agenda. That's, 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 that's the way it is. Stuff like taxes or blatant evidence of sexual assault isn't going to finish and it isn't going to put this bastard in jail. That's just what I'm saying. And that's just, that's just how shit is. It's not cool. The judicial system is fucked and it really fucks us over every time. And it shows with Brittany, it shows with Bill Cosby, how really horrible it is. Women can't get a fucking chance, but men, men get the most. As long as they got money and as long as people have nostalgia feelings for them, ignoring evidence, ignoring the fact that this fucker said he he drugged this woman and tried to explain how that kid's kids obsession, they love Spanish fly. No, perverted rapists love that shit. That's demented. Anybody who defends that, they can go to fucking hell. I saw Fast 9 last week and I enjoyed it. Um, it is what it is. Uh, people who say it was the worst movie they've ever, ever seen, they're just saying it because they're trying to get their content. That's really all it is. It has nothing to do with anything else. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I thought it was a fun movie. It was bananas. It's insane. And uh, the only thing I ask is that their writer that did the other films comes back because he wasn't doing Fast 9 and it shows. The writing was probably the weakest point of the entire film. I think if they had the Fast the fast and Furious writer from the past five films, this would actually be a better film. It wouldn't feel wooden in places. The fight between Rock and... Uh, the fight between Vin Diesel and John Cena who played his brother, which... Oh, wow. Uh, that wasn't like the Rock and Vin Diesel when they fought. That was like that that Rock and Vin Diesel fight was like Godzilla versus King Kong. We wanted to see it when we knew Rock was cast, but it was gonna be good news. It delivered. This did not deliver. This looked like uh, it was something else. I'm hoping that when they do a Fast Ten, uh, they have another stunt cast that's another wrestler. And I hope it's Dave Batista because Batista, not only can he act, but he is great as an action star. So I hope they bring Batista in, probably alongside Idris Elba, who is going to be back for sure. And he'll probably play the bad guy for a minute before he ends up joining Dom and his crew. I don't think he's going to play the villain as Charlize Theron's character, who basically is like Thanos. And they've let her live through three movies now maybe even four if you want to count Hobbs and Shaw and uh, she's the uber big bad and 
she has a mat on to take out the fast crew, so I'm curious to see where that's going to go. But all in all, it was a fun movie. I enjoyed it a lot, and I think everybody should check it out and watch it. So this concludes this episode of Effort. I'm doing a podcast. Uh, I'll be back again tomorrow to talk about whatever's on my mind. And um, I hope that you're having a great day. And I hope that uh, if you're watching, if you happen to be one of the few people that watch my little podcast, uh, that you're enjoying it. And feel free to give me thoughts on what you think about it. Uh, like I said, this is just a hobby to me. I'm probably just speaking into the ether and like an echo chamber but uh if you are listening just give me a holler let me know what you think believe me i i don't think i'm the greatest at this and i'm just doing my thing and speaking how i feel about things so hope you enjoy but uh like i said this has been an episode of fn i'm doing podcast and curtis harris and we will talk again shortly 